With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. We did, but honestly, I was left with more questions than answers, Tony. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. And I'm Michael Costa, comedian from The Daily Show. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1. Our F1 102 if you will. And get all of the answers. All of them? Listen to Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time with the players and coaches who lived in them. Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Or what about the, the after parties? We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali in 1988, and surprisingly, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story and also stories of others touched by the champ. Listen to The Dial of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hello and welcome inside. Happy Friday. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hi, buddy. Where, where today is not just any day here on the show. Today is the day. It was eight years ago, right now at this moment. A young, enterprising Mike Harmon who would wear jaunty hats and yeah. short shorts to work and bring food in said, Hey, Mr. Jason Smith, how are you? And a partnership was born. Eight years later, here we are. And since then, Harmon started drinking heavily, smoking, a lot of bad habits. Everything except the smoking. I mean, a lot of bad habits, a lot of mistakes. (laughs) It's been the ruination of many, many things. But here we are (laughs) at the end of eight long years together. What do you mean eight long years? It's the fastest eight years of your life. No, I I mean, it's one of those things, right? It's It's like with your kids. A day seems like it could be forever, like if your child's having a bad day or your job, right? You have you have those days where it's long. And so but then you look around and it's like, wow, that time really went fast. Right. You blink because all of a sudden your kid's taller than you uh, and threatening to kick your ass. So, I mean, it's all wow. those kind of things. Well, OK. Wow. OK. I was speaking for everybody. I wasn't oh, saying my daughters okay. were threatening me. I, I, I don't know if they're I, like. That was more a general, let's pull everybody <laughs> in on this one. So it's not, it's not like Captain America when he, fought, when he fought Iron Man with the Winter Soldier and it was in the middle of, middle, of, middle of pushing both of them to the side, trying to stay upright. It's not like that? 
No, no, no. I mean, you try, okay. I, All right. but you know, you get in defensive mode. But no, it's you know, we've had we've had some really crazy twists and turns. We've covered a lot of great sporting events, obviously a lot of uh, national and international events mm-hmm. uh, along the way. That uh, uh, you know, in the style that only we can. And we thank the friends of the show. You'll hear from a couple of them over the course of tonight, uh, commenting on the news of the day. But you know, a nice community and all you out there, whether you love. Or hate, you keep coming back for more, and, uh, well, damn it, we thank you for it. Do you remember who our very first guest was? First person we all mics on as a guest to say, because, you know, we usually have one guest a night, well, sometimes we two. We day. don't have a lot, but, you know, we Did, get was one that or two guests a night. Week, day one? Terrell Owens was our first guest. He was our first guest on, on that night. First guest, like, okay. We got Can we ter- get him tonight? Hey, hey, what the <laughs> hell do you think of all this AB stuff? <laughs> hey, uh, how if you played on Sunday, how what what would your stat line be from Brady if you really went out? Because he said this week he wanted to go yeah. out and play. He said, anytime someone gets waved or cut and it's shocking, hey, I can go play. All right, okay. I got T. I got, I got a couple guess. of few couple of routes left in me. Yeah, okay. Why I, not? I, I I I bet you if Terrell Owens play, boy, T O is still in shape. He's still, you know, he's still big. He can move DBs off the football. I, I think if he played, well, I don't know how many snaps he could give you, but I, I could see him catching two to three passes if he played on Sunday. Like, if he went out to the Bucks offense on Sunday, I can see him catching two to three passes for about no, 16 to 20 yards. Against Carolina, he could be at 80 yards before he <laughs> Well, that's true because the uh, the Bucks offensive line would keep Brady upright, so uh, that would be a big thing. Yeah, no, he'd, <laughs> he'd be Terrell fine. Owens. The Carolina offense stinks, uh, they, but I mean, we had news from Carolina today, right? Yeah, Rumors we did. and, and yeah. all that fun stuff. So I mean, yep. it's yep. all good. But yeah, I, I think To could probably still give you, you know, a few receptions and, and a decent yardage count. I mean, and if his first game as good was a shape as anybody out there, right? Like, if he could have jumped in after A.B. left, like, A.B. leaves the field. Oh, like, oh, there goes A.B. And then T.O. comes on the field. He's all dressed. He's ready to Wrestling go. Wrestling tag team. 81. <laughs> he got, I mean, against the Jets, he probably could have caught about seven or eight passes just in the second half. Well, I mean, that and that was the thing, right, is that uh, role reversal going back to that game is that the Jets were able to run the ball at will. Mm-hmm. Obviously, no Leonard mm-hmm. Fournette, but mm-hmm. it became the Tom Brady throwing for 400 yards, where the Jets oh, all year, and, and the, this is where stats lie to you people, uh, they'd been run on all year. And instead, and so the passing numbers, like, oh, they've got a good pass. No, they don't. Just teams didn't need to do it because they were able to run the ball <laughs> down their throats all year. So now it's like, ha let's do the other thing, and well, L. Uh, so as we celebrate our eighth anniversary tonight here on the show, we got lots of fun stuff that we're going to wind up doing. But of course, it's a huge weekend in the National Football League. The final weekend, we got we got playoff bursts up for grabs. We got stats that could wind up being big for players if they wind up breaking records. But in seventeen weeks, doesn't count. Uh, but let's start with this story. This game just completed out of the NBA. With all the attention on Kyrie Irving, he's back. He's going to be a part-time player. The Nets rolled a victory. Hey, the Nets, oh, the Nets, the Nets. 
Um, the Nets back at home tonight, which is a disadvantage for them because they don't have Kyrie Irving. Uh, they get smacked by the Bucks, one twenty-one to one hundred nine, in a game that wasn't really that close. The Bucks are up by twenty going into the fourth quarter. And for anybody who thinks, oh, okay, well, yeah, look, the the Bulls are great. We should be talking more about the Bulls. We had a lot of the Bulls last night on the show. I mm-hmm. uh, don't forget that the NBA champions are still the NBA champions. Giannis is still Giannis. 31-9-7 and seven tonight, all five Bucks starters in double figures, and the Bucks are still the Bucks. I mean, it's, it's great that we talk about the new teams and because that's fun, right? The Bulls being good for the first – I mean, this good for the first time in like 15 years is sure. fantastic, right? The Warriors being good again is great. The Suns continuing to play great. All of these are good stories. But you forget, oh, yeah, the champs, because they know what it's like to get through. They're not going to roll to the number one seed in the East after you win a championship. You just don't do that because you, you know how to, how to meander through and get through to the playoff. As long as you're a high seed, everything is fine. The Bucks are playing exactly how they should be. And here they are. They really put it to the Nets tonight. And, you know, it's not like suddenly the Bucks got so much better than they, than they were last year. But the way the Bucks figured it out at the end of the playoff, and they brought it into this season. I mean, they're still the Bucks For all these other teams, Like it's like we don't talk about that. Well, they won, and that's it. No, they still got Giannis, man. And I, I think Giannis proved uh, his worth and, and how great he is. And everybody that said, oh, Giannis is overrated. I, no, everybody's wrong. Don't forget about the Bucks because the Bucks are going to be right there when it comes to the Eastern Conference Finals. They're going to be in it. And don't be surprised if they get back to the NBA Finals again because you forget they were the champs. I get it. They seem like a one-year wonder. Milwaukee's not going to win two in a row. It's Milwaukee. No, Milwaukee still is that good. This is a different year in the NBA. It wasn't a about people trading places and getting better. This is about teams sticking with what they had a year ago, trying to see if without COVID, and now COVID is obviously you know wrecking its havoc on, on sports, but if they can have a normal year, another year with all the players in their system, big players coming back from injury, let's see if we can get to where we thought we'd be a year ago, right? It's what Denver's trying to do. It's a lot of teams are trying to do. Uh, and the Bucks are like, okay, you guys want to do that. You're still catching up to us. It, we, we forget about them, even though they're the champs. It's crazy, but we do. But the Bucks are the Bucks. Well, but that's the thing. People forget, right? We love the new shiny toy. And we, you know, like you said, talking about the Bulls. And it's midseason, right? Teams are still figuring it out. Guys are going to come back and get healthy. And for teams that have been there and done that and gone into long runs deep into playoffs, you don't expect them to come out all cylinders firing, right? You miss some of the, the players either due to protocols in stretches or injuries or a, a little bit of change in the offseason of personnel. And so you're building a new rotation. All you need to be is in, you know, in that fighting in the ring, right? It, especially when you've got Giannis playing as he does and you watched him tonight dominate. I don't know why he's still in the game with three minutes left when they're really beating the hell out of this team. But that, that's a whole other thing. And he got his shot rejected. It was pretty, pretty, pretty crazy thing. But Iowa Sam, fire it up! Giannis in the paint, pulls up just inside the free throw line and strokes a beauty through from 14 out. Didn't that just sound poetic? No, you heard the, you heard the swish. Swish right there, Bucks Radio Network. You heard the swish. That means you need more people cheering. Yeah. But that's a whole other thing. <laughs> uh, I know it's in Brooklyn, but at least hear someone saying, you miss, you can't shoot from there. Because uh, that's the, the, the that one that highlight is is the one we pull out because, you know, he can dunk. He can lay it in. He's hitting jump shots. 
Uh-oh. Look mm. who learned how to putt. Uh, just 11 <laughs> of 17, 31, 7, and 9 tonight. He, Middleton, getting it done. And then it just becomes the – and then you had Portis had a, had a big game with 25 and 12. So it, it all comes down to, all right, what's the rotation of the bench? And just get to the dance. Because who do you trust? Right? You're excited about some of the others, but we've seen the Bucks come through and, and cash tickets. So just be be in range when it gets to the playoffs and all, all bets are off. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike. It's Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Uh, now, really quick to get into this because this is something that, you know, this broke at the end of the show last night. Like we get off the air and I go, I just can't have nice things. I just can't, right? We had the big <laughs> Knicks comeback last night, the down from 25, and R.J. Barrett hits the prayer that wins the game. Oh, yeah. We talked to Mike Woodson on the show last night, who had just as much to say about the Knicks win as he did about Indiana's win. It was awesome. He was so excited for Coach Tibbs and company. Oh, he was great. He said he talked to Thibodeau after the game last night. I talked to Tibbs after the game. It was great. I mean, he bleeds New York Knicks basketball. He's coaching Indiana, but he still bleeds Knicks basketball, man. And then the story breaks. Oh, hey, Julius Randle, why were you running up and down the court with your thumbs down a couple of times last night? Oh, no, I know this. I know this. Uh, because he wanted to tell the fans to blank off. Because the fans who were booing, <laughs> he didn't like that. So he was telling them to quiet the blank out and to not boo anymore. And I'm like, did you not just see what happened with Francisco Lindor and Javi Baez? You can't be that dumb. You can't be that stupid to say, I'm going to take on the fans and think I can win, and I'm going to put my thumbs down. Uh, fans are going to boo. I'm sorry, but they're going to boo. Now, the good news is he put out a statement today saying that he apologized <laughs> for that. Hey, listen, I love New York City. I love the fans. Not the, not the first and not the last guy who's going to realize, oh, man, I can't win against the fans. The fans are undefeated. That's the one thing. Fans are un whenever there's a player who is upset with the fans and to get the fans against them, that guy's going to be out of town at some point. The fans are undefeated. I'm sorry that you're frustrated because this year isn't last year, right? Last year for Randall was a charmed year, right? It was an unbelievable season. I wanted to put his his jersey in the rafters last year because it was sure. so great. But this year it's harder because teams are, are are zeroing on him more, and he's frustrated. I get it. The issue is why he's mad is he's not a one. He's a 1A who thinks he's a 1. Because when teams gear up to stop him, he's inconsistent when he's ISOed. He's inconsistent and can't make a pass when he gets doubled. You can't go to him at the end of games. He's just not a 1, but he thinks he's a 1. So that's, I get it. That's why he's, I'll, I'll take you inside Julius Randle. That's why Julius Randle is the way. And he's frustrated. I get it. He's frustrated. He's not a one. He thinks he's a one, but he's not. He's a one A. If the Knicks had a one and he could be the one, the big who's a one A, oh my goodness, because he's not Giannis. I mean, the guy is good, but he's, he's kind of a 20 and 10 guy. Last year was a great year, but this year you're seeing, okay, Julius Randle kind of just had one of those years last year. Uh, but regardless, I'll say, don't tick off the fans. That you're never going to win. It doesn't matter how frustrated you get. It doesn't matter how bad you play. It doesn't matter if you turn the ball over three straight times because you wind up getting doubled and you can't pass out of it, or you're isolated and you miss a fallaway jumper, or you miss another three. It does. Don't tick off the fans. Whatever you do, don't tick them off. That's going to hurt you. Randall asked Wednesday after the Knicks practiced in Westchester what he thought about the negativity that was uh, being laid upon him this season. Quote, I really don't give a blank what anybody has to say, to be honest. I'm out there playing. 
Nobody knows the game there better than I do compared to what everyone has to say. So I really don't give an S. I just go out there and play. Yeah, somebody's frustrated. Someone needs a vacation. Uh, and, and just a reminder that you're in New York. And as much as I love the city of New York, I had a wonderful visit. People were so kind from the first guy helping me with Metro tickets all the way to, you know, we landed back here at LAX. It was just a beautiful uh, flow and a lot of positivity. I didn't experience all New Yorkers. There's, there's a percentage that's going to show up at the garden. They're going to let you know how they feel. And uh, while well, Julius Randle is realizing uh, that you need to keep consistent and they don't forget playoff debacles quickly in New York. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike gets Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Just understand, no matter how bad things are, that don't piss off the fans. That's not going well, to go like well Just like us here. Don't, just don't, don't do, do it. it. Don't do it. It's tough. Do you think I, there's nice enough when I sit back and go, you know, the listeners tonight really upset me. I'm, I'm going to thumbs down to the listeners because you know why? Because they're listening, and I didn't like the listening that they did tonight, so I'm going to put the thumbs down. It like they weren't giving me full attention. That's right. <laughs> Can't do it. I know there's some guys in the car that are only half listening when they were driving. I'm not, that upsets me. Hey, look, there's a lot of great listeners who listen in cars and everywhere else, but I'll tell I mean, just think about that if we did that <laughs> Imagine. I'm going to get mad at the li- That's like, I mean, really, That guy in like Dearborn, Michigan, he was tuned out when I was having a nice rant. <laughs> the entire state of Michigan. Let me tell you what I think of you. You know what? I'm going to go the western half of the United States now. I mean, that that's what it would be. It's the same thing. Outraged. You're not going to win. <laughs> Don't do it. Uh, dealing with a dead battery, head to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. Their free battery testing can help you know if you need a new battery or not and if you do happen to need a replacement battery, they can help with that too. They got reliable replacement batteries starting at just $79.99 and they're the only place you can find proven tough Duralast batteries. So next time you're having battery trouble, head to AutoZone, your battery solution and America's number one battery destination. Well, I know that you can say Antonio Brown shocked us today, but there was one thing Antonio Brown said today in his ongoing war with the Bucks that shocked even me. What is it? You'll find out next. This is Fox. Happy anniversary. Today's our anniversary. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Byer. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. Lily Herman, my co-host in season one, helped me choose a team, a driver, and then... Well, we sent you on your jolly way. Yeah. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. I'm Michael Costa, comedian, Daily Show correspondent. And we're back with season two because, as it turns out, F1's newest fan is still a little... Dazed and confused. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1 as we dive deeper into the rabbit hole of the pinnacle of motorsports. Who makes money here? What's CFD? How do you manage a tire? You, get back in there. What are the rumors? What's the gossip? But you also know that someone's listening to your radio. Uh, I'm going to pull up a picture of a tea cozy. I, I want to see what this thing looks like. Are you going to be doing that accent this whole pod? Listen to season two of Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts. Or wherever you get your podcasts. You find it. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali back in 1988, and to my great surprise, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on family, spirituality, and on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story and also stories of others touched by the champ, including people such as Reverend Al Sharpton and James Buster Douglas. We'll even hear from Muhammad's daughter, Rashida. Well, my dad was, he was Peter Pan. Like, he never really grew up. He was very mature when it came down to social issues. He was very in tune. He felt a responsibility to be able to share his connection to millions of people who were in need. In each of these stories, we share lessons, lessons that have meant a great deal to me and that I hope will be meaningful to you. Listen to The Tao of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time. I'm talking Hall of Famers, MVPs, gold medalists. I absolutely hate the Colts, bro. This game, I swear, led to the deflate gate. Hey, guys, this ball's a little flat. <laughs> Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Julian walking around. I'm pretty sure he had his shirt off for reasons I'm not sure. He was saying, gotta believe. Oh, you gotta believe. From 18-1 with Eli. You call Bill just a cheater? Is that what you're I'm saying right saying now? He's, he's looking for an advantage. The 2004 ALCS with big copy. They ran socks in 2004, bounced back after the 3-0. We never win a chicken dinner. Homie. The immaculate reception with Terry Bradshaw. Fired the ball. I hear the roar of the crowd. I never thought he caught the ball, but he did. We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. With Antonio Brown, 
we all know his act by now. There's not a lot that can still shock me because it's kind of who he is. He's inevitable. He's the Thanos of the sports world, right? He's the scorpion in the scorpion and the frog. You're not going to sting me if I carry you across the water. No, no, we'd both die. Why would I do that? Okay, I'll carry you across, but don't sting me. No, no, that, that one way. Why would I do that? Okay. And then halfway over, I, you, get, you stung me. Oh, it's in my nature. This is who Antonio Brown is. You play and you dance with him and you pay. Every one of his teams has had that. Some dances have been longer. Some dances have been an entire night. Some dances have been one dance and you're done. But every team pays after it's done. And now here's Antonio Brown in the aftermath of quitting on the field on Sunday and now the back and forth between he and the Bucks, where the Bucks say Antonio Brown left. He refused to go back in the game. Antonio Brown says, no, I was injured and I talked to a lot of people about it. And now the back and forth between the Bucks and Antonio Brown is getting nasty. I don't feel bad for the Bucks. They knew what they were getting when they signed him. They won the Super Bowl last year. Congratulations. Now you have to navigate the playoffs with the specter of Antonio Brown and anything he can do on social media or interview-wise hanging over you so good luck with that Tampa I'm like a Vegas dealer where I just I just dust my hands off and go good luck good luck tonight rest of the night guys I'm done I'm leaving but even a B Mike and I know it's shot even a B can shock me with some things he said and there was one thing today he said that I'm like just one well well, that shocked me there were things I said oh wow but something where I go he didn't really say that did he because I know what Antonio Brown when he says stuff okay I expect it all right that's what yeah it's strong things he said it's crazy it's it's crazy things that he says but there's one thing he said I'm like he's he really said that he really said that here he was on a podcast earlier today explaining everything going on with him and the Buccaneers you know Tom Brady who Antonio Brown moved in with twice. Brady moved him into his house to get him uh, to be able to play in the NFL after he uh, flamed out from the Raiders, did it again when he got back to the Bucs. Uh, and even though Antonio Brown considers Tom Brady a friend, what does A.B. really think about Brady? This. I'm just a diehard Brady fan. Listen, man, it is what it is. It's not about being a fan. It's about being a realistic humanity, a human. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about, bro. A Brady fan. Brady can't do by himself. But you guys going to make it seem like he just is horror guy. Bro, we're all humans, bro. We all depending on someone else to do the job. Just like your show show, you depending on the, the, the video team, the the audio team. You, you, you counting on people to set this up. Tom Brady, he needs me to play football, okay? Brady isn't all that. Brady needs other people to do it because he's human. Uh, for a second, I, you know, look, as much as we talk about him, I thought he might have been part cyborg, but apparently he's human. Antonio Brown realizing everybody on earth is human right now. Well, that is breaking uh, news, right? There. It is. It is. It is. You well, know, like, I expect once in a while someone to rip a mask off and it is actually some kind of part cyborg. But uh, he really went on and criticized Tom Brady and said, look, Brady's not all that. I mean, he he's talking about Brady being his friend. And then he goes right into, hey. You know, yeah, Brady, Brady's not that great. He needs other people. He needs me. Uh, when he said that, I'm like, oh, they're, they're really, I mean, come on, man. Don't you know if you're Antonio Brown, you want to be taken seriously? 
And uh, and what's the one soundbite that everybody's going to take away from this? When you criticize Tom Brady, who's the greatest quarterback anybody has ever seen, he's won Super Bowls with the New England Patriots with different players for 20 years. He shows up year one with Tampa Bay and wins the Super Bowl. And so, no, 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 Brady, Brady needs other guys. He needs, needs other people around him. I mean, you, you're torpedoing everything you want to get across with that. You, Antonio Brown is his own worst enemy because he just can't stop talking. If he was a little bit more, I don't want to say prepared, but thought a little bit more about what he said, maybe he would get his point across. If he wants to get his point across about, I was, I, I want to play football and I wanted to go back in the game, but I was too injured to, stick to that, man. Stick to I was injured and I have this proof with, with Bruce Arians and everybody else. But when you go on a podcast and say, Brady's other guy, are you really going to take him serious? I mean, it has nothing to do with the injury part of it because this is his opinion about Brady, and then you have the facts when it came to his foot injury and how hurt he was, but they have to do with one another, is which are you really helping your case and saying, yeah, yeah, all this stuff happened when you say that about Brady? If anybody is still listening to you, they're just going to dismiss you after that. Yeah, I think it comes down to um, the, there is a – well, one of the, the lines in there that really got me thinking uh, in between the rest where I was just shaking my head and I, I, I pulled out – you know, I've got one of those little Theragons, and I, I made sure that my neck, you know, stayed, stayed mobile because it was starting to hurt a little bit uh, because it was just like, really? Uh, there's the next one, the next unit. <laughs> and, and a million questions to be asked if you had the opportunity to just do the sit-down and be like, all right, he's obviously just going to tell you whatever you want. But we used the phrase, you know, that guy showed his ass, right? And, and it was prompted mm-hmm. by him saying he thought about mooning the crowd as he was leaving <laughs> and mooning the bench. But it's like – the more this gets away from the events uh, against the Jets, it's more the, all right, if you had any doubts, and it's not to say that there's still not uh, a, a little bit that the Buccaneers have to explain as to just the timing of events, but between the requests for incentives and those reports that came out to make those guaranteed, well, he was told no, Uh Arians yesterday saying, hey, he was complaining about his targets uh, in, in the locker room that he wasn't getting it up. And, and that was the first thought that, you know, as we went on air on Monday, as we came back for the new year, is, is that, that was my thought. It's like, look at, look at the money, right? It's simple motivation. And, you know, it all unfolds to, to a point where it's like, how, how do you back him? Right, player after player, it's like, yeah, we all got asked to go in and and play in. And he talked about taking the shot and the danger of the shot. Like, and this is taking all of it in 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 a big, big hug over the course of this week. Is you know what's in those shots, so don't try to do that. Uh, the the only thing that in all of it was that he actually paid Alex Guerrero, so that was kind of a big deal because uh, we know he doesn't necessarily pay his bills. But this thing today was just a wild, rambling uh, question to, to question and just going after Brady, who did everything to vouch for you. And, yes, did he have selfish motivations because he wanted to win another Super Bowl and knew it would be an easier path if you came in and played like the player you are? Sure. But he also put you in his house. He got you a deal. And if you didn't ask your agent about guarantees, then you're an idiot. Right, <laughs> and you assumed stuff was going to get converted. No, that's not. If they don't have to pay you, they're not going to. <laughs> that's the way this works. And so the the Brady stuff. Now, a guy that gave you that next lifeline, 
and in the aftermath you're going and attacking him. Yeah, any anybody that's still on the full side of Antonio Brown is just putting their head in the sand. Well, look, and, and, and that's the thing about Antonio Brown is that, and this is the big point to make about everything that went on today, is that nothing is ever his fault, right? right. Nothing is ever his fault, regardless as to whether you think he needs help from a mental health standpoint, because look, we jump to mental health issues when someone acts erratically or does things. Now, I don't know if Antonio Brown needs, needs really big help or if Antonio Brown is just a bad guy. You know, it, 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 it could be a combination of both. The two can be, be uh, the they're not mutually exclusive. That's right. damn it, sure. It could be both. But the number one thing about why Antonio Brown is in, the, is in the situation he's in right now, if you want to take everything you've seen, is that nothing is ever his fault. Not a thing. When he left Pittsburgh, it wasn't his fault. Right? When he, when he found his way out of, out of Oakland, it wasn't his fault. Right? It wasn't his fault what happened in, in New England, and this is not his fault either. Everything is somebody else's fault. Tom Brady, who he calls his friend, and then goes on to say those things about Brady. Brady's like, wait a minute, my friends don't say this about me. Uh, it, it, nothing is ever Antonio Brown's fault, and it's always something that's being done to him, and it's, he doesn't bear any responsibility. So if you want to talk about a guy getting help or understanding and maybe moving on and making a better life, uh, that's the number one thing he's got to do is the overwhelming issue is take some responsibility maybe it's not all your fault right because you know listen there's always two sides in the middle somewhere is the truth but he is always on the side of this is not my fault I did, I did nothing this is not my fault and 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 this is what's happening and here's my proof and here's this and all and how many times do you have to hear it to know that okay this is where it's at and, and, and he's that guy that you know that always makes excuses when something happens and he does something that there's all the evidence and here's real. No, 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 this is not my fault. We all know people like that. And Antonio Brown is the shining example of that. Just take some responsibility. He's not going to because you can see how he's reacted throughout this, this whole thing. You know, he's not, not talk, talk any kind of remorse about, oh, I'm sorry I went off the field. I'm sorry I did this. No, no, I left the field because I was told to leave. Yeah, Bruce Arians cut you, but did you need to go do that and take your helmet off and shoulder pads off and throw stuff into the stands and dance across the field? No, but he said, no, Bruce Arians made him do that. Nothing is ever his fault, and that's the one constant from Antonio Brown from today all the way back to the issues he started having with Pittsburgh. Dude, he's been saying he's gone all shaggy in every spot, wasn't me. Something else going on. Some other outside forces. They they had the problem. I mean, look at look at the way he described his tenure with the Buccaneers. Like, okay, you won a Super Bowl and you came back. If it was that bad, why did you come back for another year? Why did you agree to a contract that didn't have all all you know guaranteed money? All of those things. The fact that you had to play with with. Now, a non-guaranteed contract and the incentive basis for everything kind of tells you where you were at in the league, doesn't it? I don't know. I, it's, it's one of those, I, I can't wait to see what the weekend holds. Because if you thought oh, he well, had never nothing know. to yeah. do now, I mean, uh, yeah. it would be full on, full mode. Uh, and I it's going to be Joe uh, Montana and Jerry Rice's fault at some point this weekend. That's what it's going to be. There's no question about it. I mean, <laughs> is he going to go back? Because he showed some love for Ben Roethlisberger at the beginning of the week. Did he no, think no, no, about no. it more and come up back with some other things uh, along the way? And oh, i got to yeah. give credit to our guy, Will Blackman, and a couple others going, uh-oh, he's drinking the purple drink while he's, <laughs> while he's on that couch doing the interview, too. Well, which I, I thought, thought was just kind of a funny little uh, – 
when, when side I, note to it. When I saw the video, I'm like, he wants to go to the Jaguars. He's wearing the teal and the gold. He wants to go to the wants to play with Trevor Lawrence. Well, he go it. play with Bill O'Brien, who will quickly <laughs> trade oh, Trevor Lawrence. Hey, we'll get to that. He'll trade Antonio Brown, too. We'll get Trader to Bill O'Brien. Bill we'll might be back in business, baby. <laughs> if you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. And that's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations, they do apply. But no matter what you feel about Antonio Brown, is, is it mental health? Is he's a bad guy? He takes zero responsibility, and that's the root of all of his problems. Whether it's not paying a vendor, which he winds up getting in a lot of trouble, whatever it is, he takes zero responsibility. So coming up next, oh boy, do we have something for you. If you like your stories hot and peppered with a little bit of conspiracy theory, and they involve boycotts of the Super Bowl by the quarterback who may be playing in it, oh, do we got a story for you coming up next. Jason and Mike, you are listening to Fox Sports Radio. It's our anniversary. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. Lily Herman, my co-host in season one, helped me choose a team, a driver, and then... Well, we sent you on your jolly way. Yeah. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. I'm Michael Costa, comedian, Daily Show correspondent. And we're back with season two because, as it turns out, F1's newest fan is still a little... Dazed and confused. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1 as we dive deeper into the rabbit hole of the pinnacle of motorsports. Who makes money here? What's CFD? How do you manage a tire? You, get back in there. What are the rumors? What's the gossip? But you also know that someone's listening to your radio. Uh, I'm going to pull up a picture of a tea cozy. I want to see what this thing looks like. Are you going to be doing that accent this whole pod? Listen to season two of Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts. Or wherever you get your podcasts. you find it. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time. I'm talking Hall of Famers, MVPs, gold medalists. I absolutely hate the Colts, bro. This game, I swear, led to the deflate gate. Hey, guys, this ball's a little flat. <laughs> Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Julian walking around, I'm pretty sure he had his shirt off for reasons I'm not sure. He was saying, gotta believe. Oh, you gotta believe. From 18-1 with Eli. You call Bill just a cheater? Is that what you're I'm saying right saying now? He's, you... he's looking for an advantage. The 2004 ALCS with big pop. The Red Sox in 2004 bounced back after 3-0 in a winner chicken dinner. The immaculate reception with Terry Bradshaw. Fired the ball. I hear the roar of the crowd. I never thought he caught the ball, but he did. We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. 
I met Ali back in 1988, and to my great surprise, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on family, spirituality, and on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story and also stories of others touched by the champ, including people such as Reverend Al Sharpton and James Buster Douglas. We'll even hear from Muhammad's daughter Rashida. Well, my dad was—he was Peter Pan. Like he never really grew up. He was very mature when it came down to social issues. He was very in tune. He felt a responsibility to be able to share his connection to millions of people who were in need. In each of these stories, we share lessons—lessons that have meant a great deal to me, and that I hope will be meaningful to you. Listen to the Dial of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, my guy. Real credit card questions require real people, someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Uh, Right now in the NBA, midway through the third quarter, it is all Lakers. Uh, They are thumping the Hawks 47-34. Avery Bradley and Malik Monk are your big scorers for the Lakers, who have 15 and 13 points. Uh, LeBron James is hanging out with 70s overrated. A uh, so. couple of dunks. He looked good doing those. One of them was a cherry-picking effort really early in the game. That was really well done. Oh, well, that, well that's, that, that, that was always my big hoop. Oh, I can't get back on defense. I'm tired. Hey, hey, I'm here, here. Lay up, lay up, lay up. Okay, then I'll get back. Uh, but so, you look, look at Malik Monk the last six games coming into tonight. He's been uh, He's been fantastic, man. Yeah. I'm telling you that, you know, he, this is a guy that when the Lakers got him, I say, Boy, he really should be doing more, and now it's just taken him a while, and now it is doing a lot more. Uh, you know, maybe Malik Monk is the missing piece. Maybe, maybe it's who knew it could be Malik Monk, the missing piece of the Lakers. We thought it was going to be Taylor Horton Tucker, but it winds up being Malik Monk. Who knew? They end up trading Tht. Had a couple of good games coming back, <laughs> and then uh, well, he makes some really, really bad decisions at times. Uh, it's it's like it's infectious. Uh, yeah. <laughs> on that squad in terms of taking care of the basketball. So he may find himself on the way out at the trade deadline as, well, we anticipate even before the season that potentially could happen. But yeah. hey, it just may be LeBron and Malik Monk at the end who's left. They may be the only ones well, who are left and, at the and end. and then it becomes NBA Yay. Jam. That's mm-hmm. right. Well, then I, then I like the Lakers' chances with LeBron. I kind of like it if it's only those two. Uh, but if you like your stories, controversial, not really realistic, but with a spice of boycotting of the Super Bowl by the quarterback playing in it. Well, then this is a story for you. Uh, Boomer Esiason earlier today read aloud a text message that he got on his WFAN radio show earlier today. The text was sent by a person Boomer Esiason claims to be a trusted source. 
The text said, now this is the second time Boomer Esiason's had a story this week that hasn't really turned out to be true. Hey, but, hey, he's now a hot newsbreaker. You yeah. kidding me? He's got sources. Either that or he's someone who reads <laughs> reads anything you send him. Don't you know he'll read you any text you put on the teleprompter? Oh, Burgundy, I got to fire you. Like, what do you think it would cost to get his phone number from his producers or from oh, someone in the industry to be able to start sending? I don't know, man. If I, if I created like what seemed like a realistic... Uh, 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 Twitter account and slid into his DM say, hey, I don't know if you believe this, but here's the thing. Um, at the end of the season, the Jets are going to trade Zach Wilson to the Packers for Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I have it on really good authority. It's happening. Zach Wilson's on board with the deal. So is Aaron Rodgers. He wants to play in New York. And then five minutes later, hey, I just got this text in from a guy that the Jets are trading, <laughs> trading Zach Wilson to the to Packers. Look at this. I, I don't um, think he responds to fever dreams, but cool. <laughs> The story that Boomer put out there was that he got a text from a trusted source that indicated that Aaron Rodgers will threaten to boycott the Super Bowl should the Packers make it that far because he is very upset at the COVID-related rules the NFL has out there. This is what he read, that Aaron Rodgers will get yeah. to the Super Bowl and then say, I'm not going to play because the NFL should be changing their COVID rules. I'm going to play in all the games all season long <laughs> as I'm, I am available to, but Super Bowl, legacy, when I, I can, can win get that best, game? Uh, nah. you know, being compared to all the nah. one-hit wonders, as they're called, nah. I'll skip Here, that I'm game. I'm going to stand on this one. Hey, Jordan Love, get ready. You're playing, man. <laughs> Go get him. I mean, I mean, come on, man. Seriously? Do you think that's that was going to happen? You, really, what I mean, I, 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 could, I could wind up sending a text. Maybe I get on the air at WFAN. Hey, my guy told me that uh, the Mets are going to trade Jacob DeGrom to the Yankees for future considerations. Right? That's what's going to – I mean, come on. First of all, let's just say this. Uh, obviously, it's, and, and Aaron Rodgers tweeted out, Fake news. Jordan Love tweeted out fake news. Even Esiason, and they're, they're kind of walking back from it a little bit. Um, but still, I mean, come on, man. You really think that? If Aaron Rodgers ever did that, right, If he, let's just say he did. He's not going to, right? He's not going to. But let's just say for a second he did. That suddenly we get to the Super Bowl and media day, everybody is crowded around Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, here it's SoFi. And, and he says, um, I'm not playing unless the NFL changes their vaccine mandates. I mean, it would be a huge story, right? It would be no story bigger than that in the world, right? And you know what the NFL would say? They would say, oh, well, Aaron, I hope you reconsider. We'd love to see you in the game on Sunday. Next man up, protocol. That would be it. There's a there's gonna be no phone call desperate but, but behind the behind the scenes between Goodell and Rogers saying, please, Aaron, play, I'll change whatever you want. No, the NFL is gonna say, Oh boy, that's too bad. But uh yeah, maybe he'll reconsider. Who knows? Well, they I may mean, call a meeting with him, but you know, publicly <laughs> they're certainly not gonna blink. I, I did like his response though. Quote, he's told Jordan Love to be ready. Yeah. With the crying <laughs> laughing emoji. And then a Be list ready. of hashtags. Hashtag direct circle. Hashtag dumbest blanking story ever. Uh, and he spelled it out. Hashtag fake news. Hashtag yeah. boycott fake news. Hashtag yeah. boycott bum. So now Boomer's a bum. Hashtag boycott <laughs> shoes. Hashtag boycott waterfalls. Hashtag boycott AJ smoking cigars. Hashtag boycott Lafleur's brows. Uh, hashtag boycott Gucci's. I don't know what a Gucci is. I still haven't looked. Up I think that I think yet. it's supposed to be Gucci, and it's not spelled right. Like oh, maybe right? he doesn't so like. So he didn't House like the that movie. 
Didn't like House of Gucci. No, maybe not. Maybe didn't like I've, House I, of Gucci. I've heard different things. Either it's the greatest movie ever or it stinks, depending, you know. Well, I think. And, and I th- I'm trying to figure out where it is in the middle there. No, I think it's the little monsters are telling you how good it is. I think that's probably what. You're getting all the good reviews from Lady Gaga fans. That's, and that's okay. what it is. Yeah, I think I, I haven't seen House of Gucci. We're probably going to see what is the three thirty five, the three fifty five, whatever. The, that's the movie we're probably going to go see this weekend. I see I, okay. the three thirty five or three fifty five. I forget. Yeah, I haven't figured that out. I might go see the Guillermo del Toro uh. movie. Uh, Egg Rogers also hashtag Kurt Banker told me it was you, but mm. I didn't want to believe it. <laughs> I'm going to walk away from the Super Bowl because you know I don't like the way the NFL is dealing with COVID. Jordan wow. Love, hashtag I was the source. I gotta, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta get an email to Boomer Esiason. And as everybody would respond to this, TJ, okay, Boomer. <laughs> Coming up next, another big story out of the NFL, Fox. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. We did, but honestly, I was left with more questions than answers, Tony. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. And I'm Michael Costa, comedian from The Daily Show. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1. Our F1 102, if you will. And get all of the answers. All of them? Listen to Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time with the players and coaches who lived in them. Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Or what about the the after parties? We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games With Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali in 1988, and surprisingly, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story, and also stories of others touched by the champ. Listen to The Tao of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. 